I don't remember how I got on this, but I was looking at these. Um, I was I was on Sneaker. I, was Sneakerheads always private? I don't know. I was looking at Sneakers last night. Is um, it private? Sneakerheads is, yeah. Maybe they uh, have too I don't many know casuals. If, I don't know if I'm subscribed to Sneakerheads. I'm definitely subscribed to Sneakers. Um, so... Tom Segura is like kind of, kind of a sneaker guy. Like he was on. I'm not a sneaker guy. Was he on the complex thing? I, you know, just he was on the one with Trinidad James. Oh, I don't know the, the name of that one. Um, I was looking at these Nikes, and I'm just like thinking about like. Well, I was remembering the conversation we were talking about how much you wear hats and how you would yeah. like match shoes to your hats. I'm like, what do you do when you when you're not wearing a hat and. Yeah, uh, I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, in fact, uh, I, I think I think the last episode we recorded when we mentioned we're not on video this this week we are on video with each other. I'm wearing a hat right now, <laughs> and yep. Jake can see that. And in fact, it was literally like I I I, I don't normally wear a hat around the house all, all the time, 100 percent of the time. But right now in quarantine, my hair is getting long. And I don't want to like do what you did and just shave it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I hate my hair long. My hair gets, but yours grows out and down, right? Like, is you still wait? Is your hair still the mane, dude? It looks so good. God. Uh, it it it, it th- grows it grows back, but like it grows forward like this. Like it definitely does this. Um, you get people can't see on video, but it definitely grows forward. So there is a little bit of gel it looks, in it to he keep looks it. Looks like a movie star. It's, it's like <laughs> there's, a little bit of, there's a little bit of gel in it to keep it out of my face just like in the front but otherwise the rest of it goes back um and like uh oh i left a, i have a, i have a hair tie in my bathroom like i have just enough that i can like do a little man bunny thing <laughs> but uh but it's just it's a, it's kind of a pain because it gets in my face so that's why like i've been wearing a hat around the house a little bit more but generally, I yeah, I don't go out of the house. Like I don't get dressed if I'm not wearing a hat. Generally, <laughs> like uh, I think I think I said to you there are there are two situations in which I'm leaving the house without a hat, and it's a I'm not dressed, or b I'm dressed formally. Uh, <laughs> and it's like really you wear like, a hat at AMC. So so some AMC people hat wear hats and some people don't. Hats? But like but yes, I, I do have an AMC hat. Uh which is funny because so I, I grabbed it. I think um my general manager at my at my old theater my, my my first general manager went to a different theater and the general manager who replaced him was was a like a lot more lenient with a lot of things. Not I mean like not that the, I, I really like my first general manager too, but she had like you know, she had some different opinions on things than he did. Um, which is fine. Uh, and one of those things was the AMC hat. So the AMC hat was tech like an optional thing at the discretion of the general manager, um, and generally supposed to only be worn by back of house associates at um at dine in theaters. Uh mm-hmm. but but if the general manager allowed it, then it could be worn at, at other theaters. Uh, so she ha- she had allowed it, but the the t- two of the managers who were under her did not like it. So they would keep hiding the hats from her when they would come in. Um, but one of them came in, like one of the shipments came in on my shift and I just grabbed the hat and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to take this. I'll take this home. Like uh, maybe I'll wear it around or whatever after I leave or, or whatever. Um, like obviously I'm not going to wear it at work. I'm a supervisor. We're not allowing it. No big deal. But then when I took a voluntary demotion to go do to go back to school, um, 
I uh, I transferred to another theater, and and that theater, like literally, I was like, better to ask for, for forgiveness than ask permission. First day, I'm gonna wear the AMC hat. If the gentleman isn't allowed here, no big deal. I'll say, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Joy allowed it because she did. Um, so no big deal. I just won't wear it here. Uh, but nobody said anything to me. And then like a day or two later, then my, my next shift, somebody else was wearing a hat. I'm like, oh, cool. It's definitely explicitly allowed here. Awesome. Um, so yes. So my old, my when I was a supervisor, I didn't wear a hat at work. But this year, like I think the only times I've left the house without wearing a hat were like literally in my shorts and t-shirt that I slept in running to get groceries delivered to my car or running to get like McDonald's or whatever. Um, and then also uh, like my mom's birthday uh, and like a formal dinner at one point. Cause I, I, and honestly, the only reason I didn't wear a hat on my mom's birthday is cause my mom doesn't like me wearing a hat. Like my mom likes me not wearing a hat. <laughs> uh, so for her, for her birthday, I didn't wear a hat. We also all dressed in like sweaters and, and like, you know, collared shirts. Yeah, yeah. So it's whatever. Um, dude, I miss going yeah, to the- the- like going to say movies. <laughs> You're just uh, talking about theaters. Like, man, the only other time that I that I'm not wearing like shoes that match my hat is like because I have I like nice three or four hundred dollar shoes and I don't want to like wear it when I'm going outside and it feels like rain. And welcome to this episode of Motion City Podcast. I'm Naim Sadiqi. Joining me as always, Jacob Walden. How's it going, Jake? Great, great. Yeah? No? no nothing, nothing from the song this time? One of these lines are, uh, are you know, uh, the end of part of the song, it's for far too long. Like what we've just <laughs> been talking about before starting this, starting this episode. <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely. There was uh, there was like a forty five minute discussion of uh, of maybe not forty, maybe like half an hour. <laughs> Let me see. Of my time uh, at we're, AMC. At, we're at we're at fifty four minutes in my audacity. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, 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 but but like, there's a chunk of that that is actually episode. <laughs> there's a chunk of that that's that's pre show <laughs> that's gonna make it in. Um, yeah. Um, so feel like rain. Is the uh, fifth track? Yeah, fifth track yeah. off of Commit This to Memory, which is the second album from Motion City Soundtrack. I'm now holding the record up for Jake to see. <laughs> uh, album produced by Mark Hoppus, co produced, engineered by Ryan Hewitt. This track was mixed by Mark Trombino. Uh, some of the tracks were mixed by Tom Lord Alge, but this one was mixed by Mark Trombino. Um, follows Resolution, comes right before Makeout Kids, mm-hmm. which we already did an episode of Makeout Kids, so you can go back and listen to that one. Um, well, like episode I three. I picked the song. I picked the song this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, Jake, why'd you pick the song? You didn't. I did. <laughs> um, we hadn't come to this memory in a little while. Uh, and yep. it's funny because I was going through, and like a lot of these we are saving for later. 
So we might not get to commit this to memory in a while uh, again. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see next time we get to commit this to memory. But it might be it might be a while till we get to commit this to memory again, because like I see a song that we definitely have reserved for like in the '60s. I think one of these is reserved for episode 100. Uh, is this one for 50? I forget. Anyway, we'll see. We'll we'll see if we get to commit this to memory in a while. But. Uh, uh, we, I, I did want to talk about Feel Like Rain. I was I was going through the songs and I was like, oh, maybe we'll talk about one of the covers because we haven't talked about one of the covers yet. And we might do that in a couple weeks. Um, although, what episode is this? Is this 22 or 23? Um, 20, 20 was uh, Broken Heart. 21 was... Major um, League's 22 is Macoma Kid. Yeah. yeah, so this is 23. This is 23. Yeah. Uh, and we should... We've been scheduling with a guest for next week, so we should have a guest on next week, um, and then the following week we already have reserved. So, so then the week after that, we might we might finally get to one of the uh, one of the many Motion City soundtrack covers, which we haven't talked about yet at all. Um, but feel like rain is. It, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 a song that I like. It's it's hard to describe, like, what about this song made me want to pick it. Um, it just, I don't know, I, I just, I pulled up our list of Motion City songs, and I was like, well, we could do this cover, we could do this cover, or, like, you know, there's a couple of songs from, like, there was a, there was a song from, I think, uh, Even It Kills Me, that I was like, oh, maybe we'll do this, I was like, well, we just did Broken Heart, um, so it was just, like, it's like, deciding, like, you know, how... <laughs> It was it was just a decision of like how soon after one even if it kills me do another do do another even if it kills me like because we've done that a couple times before too so it's just like all right we'll do this one we'll do uh, we'll do feel like rain um, which is not to not to denigrate feel like rain uh, I don't want to I don't want to be like yeah I don't know this was this was the song that I liked I guess but because uh, I do I legitimately like this song um, yeah. I mean, just like all of Commit This to Memory, right? Like, I, I think Commit This to Memory is a, is a pretty top-tier album, front to back. I don't, uh, I don't think I dislike any of these songs. I don't dislike well, most um... of the songs. <laughs> but... uh, yeah, I agree. Um, what, what I think about this is that it's part of a lull that you go from Attractive Day, everything is all right when you're around, and it's just bam, bam, bam. Uh, and then you get to resolution, which is a bit of a lull, which I enjoy it. You know, it's a song I messaged you. I don't know. This point is probably like five weeks ago. Like I really like resolution. Um, but it, it goes down. The energy's dropped from when you're around to resolution. And then it's weird. It's like, I feel like Grant's almost deceptive because it feels like, I, I guess I should say it feels like there's a lull. And I'm saying that because it's between when you're around and then it builds into make out kids time turn fragile. LG flawed. Um, what is it? So, like yeah. Rain has a lot of energy. Makeout Kids has a lot of energy, right? Um, well, it's 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 interesting. It's it's funny because I I think I've talked about this before. Is that like you know every time that I want to listen to LG Fod, it's like well, Time Turn Fragile right before that I want to listen to that. It's like well, Makeout Kids is good too. Well, Feel Like Rain, Feel Like Rain's good too. It's like <laughs> I guess I'll just listen to the album from from tracks one to nine, and then and then be like, well, I guess I'll listen to Better Open the Door and just listen to the whole album. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like happens pretty often um but um i, I see what you're saying with the resolution though but like resolution sort of starts quiet with like with not the full band and mm-hmm. ends the same way like it's it's just 
I think it starts just Justin and guitar and ends just Justin and guitar. I forget if there's also like drums yeah, at the end too. Um, no. Yeah. Um, well, there might be there might be some quiet instrumental accompaniment at the end. Right. And, and, and think, in the middle no, of the think, song, the whole band comes the in. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, in the middle of the song, the whole band comes in. But at the beginning, it's just it's it's very stripped down. And at the end, it's very stripped down. So like. Honestly, like I don't think resolution is is a lull, but but um, not not that using lull in like a bad way. Um, right. Like albums need a lull. Like they they need you to like sort of you know, they need to sort of. I mean, it's 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 an ebb and a flow, right? And and so this is this is where it ebbs and then it starts flowing again, right? So I I get that. Um, and and you know we we can't, we never stop singing the praises of Motion Cities. Uh, album construction like mm-hmm. it's 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 top among all artists that i've listened to personally uh full albums of but um but with with resolution it, it does specifically like you know you, you you do get the full band in the middle of the song it is a bit of a slower song uh, but then it strips down again and it you know at the end of the song it's the end of the song and then feel like rain comes in with the drums, you know, and and yep. like it's 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 a really great way to to be like okay, the energy is coming back now. It's like and we feel like like so it's like there's there's a different energy to just guitar and vocals than there is to just drums and vocals, you know. Yep. Um, which is which is feel like rain has a little bit of guitar too at at in the beginning, but it, but. The intro is just That's drum, a, and it's not like it's a particularly. I think so. Yeah. Um, at the very beginning, it's just drums, and then when when Justin starts singing, yeah, the, the, I the mean. guitar yeah. the guitar, guitar comes in right uh, just after he begins singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. Um, but yeah, the intro is just drum, and it's not like it's a particularly like crazy drum intro, right? It's not. It's just like a like it's not like I can't think of another drum intro that Tony does, but it's, but it's, you know, like Tony's got some, some really cool, complicated drum parts. Um, but like just, just that, that bass simple drum intro, um, which I think is just like a, like a kick and snare pretty much, um, for, for, for this song. It like, it just, it just gets you back into like, okay, like, you know, uh, you end with like every action was well rehearsed, like, which is a very, you know, and resolution is a very, um, emotion vocal driven song right like it's very mm-hmm. clear that the emotions are coming from from justin's vocals more than anything else um whereas like you know in in other songs uh um i can't think of the name of the song off the top of my head i'm, I'm hearing it in my in my head but like one of the one of the violin songs uh that that you hear in like go or or in um even if it kills me where there's like violin arrangements. Or, uh, what about um, fell in love with everyone? Everyone will die. I'm thinking of everyone, everyone will die, die. Actually, yeah, I, I was I was specifically thinking of the violin part and everyone will die, uh, where you, like you you can definitely feel those violins and that is that is drawing the emotion. But in resolution, it's very much vocal emotion, and that ends and then it comes it just kicks in with the drums, right? And especially because the album starts with attractive today, everything is all right, which literally flow into each other. Um, mm-hmm. that it's, 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 it's nice to have this sort of like clear cut ending of resolution and a clear cut beginning of feel like rain, right? It's like well rehearsed and, and then like it, it, it just, it flows really well in, in an interesting way because it, 
it doesn't flow right like the it it is a clear stop and start point but that works really well in the flow of the of the record and same thing same thing at the end of feel like rain at the beginning of makeout kids right well i guess because feel like rain ends with the music drops out and it's just the vocals right curtain closes on another day they carve the message deep within Pretty much, yeah. So, so like it, 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 like the the flow out of feel like rain into makeout kids is very different, um, because again, it, it's just like it's vocal end, vocal starts, pretty like you know, like a beat after it after the next, after the song ends, the next song starts, um, with with vocals, uh, so, I don't know, it's uh, it's, it's an interesting sort of flow, for for this. I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of people are saying all this. It's like, it's like, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't say anything because it's you. You are describing everything. <laughs> Not necessarily that I even have it with words, but it's more like, like, well, yeah, I, I just, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that what I'm, yeah, exactly. No, I, I understand, right? Like, it's, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, this album you, you particularly. You describe well what I enjoy. Yep. This album particularly I think works really well as in as a record. Like not not that the other ones don't. We talk a lot about how the other ones really work really well, but like this one top to bottom is pretty much perfect. Like <laughs> there's there's no there's zero complaints about anything. Even Invisible Monsters, which I considered making this week's um song, uh Invisible Monsters which comes, you know, after Hold Me Down on the um deluxe album like hold me down is a very clear ending but there's like a nice sort of like dessert um of <laughs> of you know whoa whoa are you out there like it's very clearly not not structured as part of the album but it's very clearly like still fits there like you you know it's it's just so right as like you have finished hold me down Here's a quick little palate cleanser at the very end with Invisible <laughs> Monsters, uh, and then and then go on with the rest of you know your day or or with the next record you want to listen to. I guess I guess with that what it would be it would be album because uh, it's not on the record Invisible Monsters. <laughs> um, such a such a downside to the to the vinyl, and it doesn't come with like I paid I paid for the vinyl. You're not gonna give me the bonus track. At least give me a digital of it. Come on. <clears throat> I say that and I'm checking like, is there like a, a slip in here that I haven't seen in the last two years? <laughs> There's not. There's not. Um, do you have anything on instrumentation you want to talk about, Jake? Yeah. Um, so just as you said, the drums start the song. Um, but then I, uh, while repeated listenings, I, I did notice some interesting things with the, with the, drums i feel like probably what's most noted in the song which is going to be common for them is the moog coming in for that yeah I, I listen i listen repeatedly and i would watch performances and i finally found like the seventh street where it's clearly the synthesizer whereas before i'm like the, it sounds a little bit like the moog and the continuance in like as there's going along that it sounds it it sounds like the moog but it sounds like also like a guitar um but there's also this little i i, I can't um 
God, I couldn't point it out on a timestamp, but I should have I should have grabbed the timestamp. But there's like it's almost like a call between Justin on the guitar and Josh on the guitar that happens in um again I can't point it out on this song, but there's like there's this there's this, these parts where the it's like the guitars call to each other. Um and that's not something I've noticed before. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's not there. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you probably find it elsewhere. I'm just I like... Think, I think I mentioned that. Did, did I kind of mentioned that on... on Was it Major Leagues uh, a couple weeks ago? I thought um, there was something kind of like that. It surprise me. Like, that's the first... I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's the first time I've really thought about it. Um, I'm not saying like, that's the first time I think it's on a song. It's just like maybe when I was listening to it, it really stuck out at me. Um, so I liked, I liked that aspect of it. And then there's also like in that, in that way, the instrumentation is very consistent throughout the song and like Justin singing on is also very consistent. Um, but then he goes to the lull at the, in the song at the end, the, that begins with the say something, finally we're alone. And that's where like in the live, in one of the live performances I saw Josh, like Josh was like holding a chord on the guitar, or, like holding a riff or whatever. Um, but in the song, it sounds like that's, matt like it it just cuts the drums and the there's there's, there's the definitely bass. like yeah right right before the um bridge comes in there's that sort of little bass solo um that then sort of like i don't know if if, if the little like the like if matt makes that like because it's it's like the one string and then and then becomes chords and i don't know if it's mm-hmm. i'm i'm not good enough I don't, I don't, I don't have a bass, um, and I, I'm not good enough picking out whether that's like Matt stops doing it on bass and you know Josh starts doing it on guitar, or if it's Matt is now doing chords on bass. Um, I would doubt it. Like it's it's very rare to to see Matt do chords on bass just because they have two guitars. Um, you generally see that a lot more with with like bands like Blink that only has like a guitar and a bass, or or, or um, you know Green Day. Um, to to bring up a band that I don't bring up all the time instead for once, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but so I don't know if that's happening there. But I did find uh, I think the part that you're talking about with the dueling guitars. Let me play that right here. Um, that that might be part of it, but no, it's uh, well. I kind of want to. Uh, that's def- that's definitely sort it. of like a call and response, one guitar to the other guitar. I don't know. If, I, I didn't know if that was the one you were talking about or not, but um, it's definitely. I, I heard that Oops. in the song, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that sounds." Excellent. Um, maybe maybe calling the call isn't 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 right, but it, it's text but around like fifty five seconds in. Maybe, maybe calling it like a call and response isn't isn't quite up there. Um, I see what you're saying. I think it's more it's more of like a a they're playing like one guitar is doing that da, 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 mm-hmm. and then goes to the da, 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 and the other one's going is more of like a so it's like I, it's I like do. they're playing these like sort of harmonious and or like not harmonious, I don't know. They're playing two slightly different parts and then they meet together and then they diverge again and they meet again. There's um, uh, something I was able to pick up through my headphones that I, I don't know if that's going to come through. Maybe maybe in your final it will. 
Yeah, so, uh, and then I also actually, this time, listening back for, for that part, I did hear a lot more Moog in the, um, in the chorus, too. Like, there's like a little, like the little Moog part yeah. in the chorus. Um, yeah, it keeps going. Which, man... It's such a it's such a shame that uh, that that sort of drops off a little bit later in the uh, in the repertoire, especially like in Go, you know, like that's that's probably my my biggest problem with parts of Go and parts of my dinosaur life is the Moog just sort of like falls into the background, and it's like it's such a it's such an iconic part of the sound that like I just, I just want more of it, like that's it. Yes, that that's my problem with some tracks on those albums that like there's so much more of it on those on, on those first three albums. And it's like, you know, like I, I totally get a band changing their sound like and, and you know, there's lots of great stuff on those on the back half of the of the um, discography. But uh, but the first half is so much more Moog heavy um, that uh, that, you know, there's there's just uh, I miss that. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about lyrics then. Um, so. Uh, Thank God it's on Commit This to Memory. That's the other reason I wanted to go to the Commit This to Memory thing. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't have to like dig for song meanings. I don't have to dig on Genius. I don't have to dig for covers. So like, Commit This to Memory is so much easier for everything as far as preparation goes for this show. Um, because there's like, there's tags all over Genius. So um, it's a pretty straightforward feel like Rain when the words all sound the same. Life in the corners of this empty frame feels... You know, this this album has a lot to deal with depression and and mental sort of mental illness, um, and mm-hmm. that seems pretty clear on there. Uh, Lifeless corners of this empty frame, I believe. Indoor living also mentions uh, corners. Lifeless corners does it? Always the conversations in the corner of an empty room, so it's sort of similar. Lifeless corners of this empty frame. Wasted conversation in the corner of an empty room sort of um, sort of fits together as well, um, and uh, yeah, winter's curse just around the bend, uh, which I mean, seasonal effective winter. Um, actually, that literally, I could just literally be seasonal affective disorder. Winter's curse is just around the bend, like literally coming up on winter's curse. Uh, yeah. Although you know, who knows? Um, I, I think I, I don't think that's the only time that the, that is referenced. Um, no, there's there's for sure another reference of to to winter, which to winter. Know, I, to to people. Let's let's look it sorry, up. What? Just with someone li- living, you know, with him being from Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, I'm know, sure there's I'm sure there's north. plenty of them. I, honestly, there might even be an indoor living, to be honest. But uh, but I was gonna say the hold me down music video is is all like in snow, you know. Um, and yeah, but that's uh, in like California. Which, uh, hold me down. Yeah, the video was filmed there. Was it really? Yeah, that's funny. Mammoth Cause, Mountain. Cause like, Mammoth Mountain. Because you're right. Because because they're, they're from Minneapolis, but to shoot a a video fully in the snow in California, like that's that's very clearly an artistic decision, right? Like, whereas there's um. There's another song. Is it LG Fwad? Where like Justin just sort of walking through the streets of Minneapolis and there's snow on the yes. ground. It's like, well, yeah, it's Minneapolis, right? Like that's just going to happen. That's not a, that's not a conscious decision of we want there to be snow. Whereas Hold Me Down is a very ha- has to be a very conscious decision of we want to have snow in this video. Um, to to evoke there something. There is a there is a winter reference in Makeout Kids. Snowden sleepover winter break. 
cocktail Snowed miniature in mistakes. Over winter break. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also in in, uh, in time turned fragile. Uh, how it got so cold oh, yeah, and we're just going to wait till summer to find out what was said. Yeah, it's not specifically <laughs> winter, but yeah. Um, I, 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 I wasn't even, I, I'm, I'm looking at the lyrics, but I wasn't even, like, I, I read the makeout kids when I'm like, oh yeah, of course the Time Turn Fragile one too. Got so cold our words just froze. Um, so yeah, I mean, I it makes I sense wasn't making though, right? the point like, there. I wasn't making the point there. I mean, although it is relevant that they're, you know, being in a place where it snows a lot, but just more that it's like winter there is probably like worse for someone who, uh, who experiences sure. SAD, uh, yeah. seasonal affective disorder. Just it's longer colder snowier um the genius annotation says it's also winter's a time for relationships to remain stable because the holidays come and things begin to sort of get routine again it makes sense right like it's 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 weird to dump somebody over winter break Mm -hmm. because like you know you're not gonna you're not gonna dump them around christmas you're not gonna dump them around new year's and you sort of wait um all then it gets tough, right? Like when my, when my ex dumped me, it was like, I don't know if she was thinking about it around Christmas. I was like, we're well, not going to dump them around Christmas. You're not going to dump them around New Year's. And then my birthday's in February. And then it's just like, okay. And, this, and then like we had concert tickets in April. Uh, so it was like, we're going to go to the concert. And then like July's our anniversary. And it's like, and then, and then cycle repeats and repeats and repeats. And then eventually it's like, you know, she dumped me on her birthday. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, our hands all tied to the blades of their design. We're armed and ready to commit this crime. Uh, so oh, apparently Justin standing on this. Oh, he? Okay, well, then whatever he said is, obviously. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to hear yours first so that, so that it's, not, it's not tainted by whatever Justin says. So why don't you okay, tell me okay. what you were thinking? Um, I thought that I was reading anything into this. It's just with our hands all tied to the blades of their design. Just, uh, you know, it, it made me think a little bit of helicopter blades. Um, that's That was it. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so... Um, Justin in the in the BuzzFeed thing we've talked about a couple times uh, said I was thinking along the signs along the lines of suicide or cutting. For me personally, this is what I understand. Oftentimes, I would get so frustrated with something or upset or angry, I would rage and want to hurt something. I think to myself, I would grab something and break it. Instantly, I'd be like, "Why the fuck did I break that?" And it would upset me so much. I feel like, as far as I know of that world, it's a better release of some sort. That's that was me investigating that. I guess I don't I don't actually see that but armed and ready to commit this crime sort of like blades hand side of the blades of their design armed and ready to commit this crime this crime being self-harm possibly um you know there's obviously a lot of uh a lot of emo uh influences in this record in particular um compared to compared to some of the other records lg flawed is is a classic emo song um so so it makes sense that 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 falls in here uh and then uh we love that game but we never play because we will lose we want to stay the way we are the way we've been for far too long seems a little relationshipy right like i don't know i don't know if it's a i don't know i don't know if i'm reading into it a thing from my own life i guess that that's sort of what art is right reading in from your own life but um like what i read into it is like it's it's a stable friendship that like you know you you consider building into a relationship but you know that relationships end, right? So we love that game, but we never play. We like the idea of dating, but we're not going to date because we will lose. The relationship will end and we won't be friends anymore, possibly. And we want to stay the way we are, the way we've been for far too long. Thematically ties in well with Makeout Kids. Yeah, that's true. Especially because this comes right before Makeout Kids and Makeout Kids mm-hmm. never had a chance to be best friends. Um, so it's it's sort of it's sort of I guess the opposite, right? Like it's 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 the the the, the reverse of of Makeout Kids because this is in my reading is they are already best friends, 
and they uh, don't want to lose that, which is also, um, it had to be you as kind of that as well. Um, mm. But um, so, so that, I mean, it's definitely something, it's definitely a, a thought they've explored in, in other things. It could be a little make out kidsy as well, especially since make out kids comes right up right next after it of they're already in a relationship and they don't want to like you know they don't want to rock the boat and, and and try something else out. They're already in, in just like a relationship that's kind of boring, uh, which is the genius thing too. In the case of the song, the sentiment is likely directed towards a stable yet stale relationship. Um, often so afraid of failing, we don't want to risk it with what we're often don't want to risk what we are already assured of in the pursuit of something better. So like like you know in in my reading you don't want to risk a friendship in pursuit of a relationship because it, you know, sometimes it's great. Sometimes you start dating your best friend, you marry your best friend, you die with their best friend that, that can happen. That's the ideal. But you know what happens? Like there's, there's, there's absolutely a chance of you start dating your best friend, you break up with your best friend and now you don't have that friend anymore in your life period. Um, and you know, what's, what's the up, what's the upshot you're, you're, you know, you know, you can just have a best friend that you're best friends with forever, or you might lose them as a friend completely. And what do you want to do? So, um, from the false smile to the fear of death is why, uh, this is a line that I think I've mentioned before in my head, always fear of Dennis Rodman. Uh, it just, that's, that's. That's what it sounds like. For the fear of Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I gotta, I gotta uh, play this right now I to think, hear that. I think it was from the, from the forces tight to the fear of Dennis Rodman is always the way I heard it. I don't know, I don't know why it doesn't make any sense, um, but uh, but that's always the way I heard this 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 line. I'm not saying I hear. Do you it. hear it? I'm not saying I don't <sighs> hear it either. I I, I don't. I never. I, I, I never like. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, knowing the line is death is why, like which I which I learned, I learned like in the last six months, like I learned while reading lyrics at some point for this for this show. Um, even then, I like I still listen to the song every time that I hear Dennis Rodman, and I kind of sing Dennis Rodman, knowing his death is why. Like now, I sing it to make fun of myself. Uh, <laughs> you got that fear of Dennis Rodman. Fear of Dennis Rodman, man. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of terrifying that Dennis Rodman has the uh, the ear of Kim Jong Un. Um, Pain reminds us that we're still alive kind of falls back into that self-harm thing from earlier. Uh, I mean, pretty straightforward in, in that reading of it. Um, yeah. Feeling, feeling anything even negative is better than feeling nothing at all is what the genius annotation says. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, but that is, that is what a lot of sort of self-harm is about. And like we said, there's a lot of emo influences here. Uh, hopes, hopes on hold or lack of interest exposed. Our hopes on hold and our lack of interest exposed. Oh wow! I always thought it was introspection. Hopes. On, I mean, it didn't really make sense. Hopes on hold. I don't know. I think. I think I thought with our hands held high and our lack of introspection. Whatever. Uh, all hands damaged are determined eyes. With the lines are drawn and the red begins to creep. Um. Yeah, can't go out of those constraints. Sure, uh, it's way from boredom toward apathy. That another one. This this song. This this whole verse is one that I just never understood what he was singing. Literally, I literally couldn't understand the words. Uh, so that was it's way from boredom to apathy. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, it's way from boredom toward apathy is, is again, very straightforward uh, from boredom to apathy. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're uh, in this relationship, in this, in whatever the stale relationship is, you're going from being bored and it being stale to literally being apathetic about it even still existing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then the chorus again, and then the bridge, say something, finally, we're alone. All right, is there anyone out there at all? Say something, finally, we're alone. How about a phone call now? Communication, like, we're alone. This is it. We're not, we're not in, we're not dealing with everybody else's thoughts about this. It's just you and me. Let's try to talk it out, figure this out. The person in the annotation makes it sound like... Yeah, they say the fact that all their friends are so invested in their relationship makes them fear changing it more. I just don't see that there. Um, With well, our hopes on hold and our lack of interest exposed, all hands damage our determined eyes. Yeah, so like maybe maybe like we're determined to end it, but there's so many cooks in the kitchen. There's all these hands who are sort of keeping us together. I kind of buy hands, it. Like, all hands um, damage. Blades of their space. design like who's they their design let's you know everyone else um i know this this like uh, as, as we talked about i enjoy his writing uh, you know i think a lot of it i could remarkable. i could also buy i could sort of buy this being like a uh, divorce right like like two parents and you know all hands damage our determined eyes the hands are they have children right and like it's, not to drop another drink, blink reference, but they're staying together for the kids. <laughs> um, the lines are drawn. That I, I hold on now, but the lines are drawn and the red begins to creep. It's away from boredom toward apathy. That would certainly describe a lot of failed marriages. Yeah, right. Like so, like it makes sense, right? An existing like an existing relationship. My, that's my falling only apart. thought is that he would have been like late twenties when he wrote this song, and sure, I, think but he's, I, he's I, I don't know. I don't know once, what. Right? Yeah, he'd only been married once, but I don't know if his parents got divorced or something like that, or like, or if somebody else in the band's no, parents you know, were divorced. In, uh, you know, in Back to the Beat, um, what's the song? When I was younger, I'm I fell in love Texas. with the girl next door. Oh, um, so it's just nineteen eighty four. It's not nineteen eighty four. Hear away, the hear away, the hear away. It was it an isolated a... incident back in nineteen eighty four. Could be that his parents were. I don't. I feel like there yeah. would be another indication that is, and aren't the aren't in the credits of even if it kills me, his parents thanked as a unit. Sure, I, but I mean, like I, I say, I, who I assume were his parents. Right, and it doesn't necessarily have to be his parents, right? It could be it could be Jesse's parents, or it could be Matt's parents, or something like that. You know, like, um, or it could just like you know, it could just be. Uh, a feeling of that right like you don't necessarily have to have been divorced to sort of be able to to write about that kind of thing uh in fact uh if anybody's seen have you seen or listened to hamilton yet no just it's on just just the single song Um, right i don't 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 have it Anyway, every, everybody's um everybody's been watching Hamilton recently, and there's there's a big, uh, because because it hit Disney Plus on on Fourth of July, and there's uh there's a one of the last numbers in the first act is called Dear Theodosia, and it's it's a it's two fathers um singing this song, uh to their newborn children, 
And Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote that song and he did not have a child when he wrote that song. And it's a very, it's very clearly like it, it's so honest and so pure and everyone like so feels it. He didn't have a child when he wrote it. And Leslie Odom Jr., who's the other one who sings it, didn't have a child when he's singing it. Um, he has a child now, he has a daughter now. But uh, but like neither of them had kids when they were first recording that song, first creating that song. But it's so you can so very still clearly feel the visceral emotions of it. So there's 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 a level of of you know like even if you haven't been divorced and even if your parents haven't been divorced, like you you can have been around the divorce. You know, like I'm sure I'm sure Justin has friends who had divorced parents or maybe even friends who are divorced parents even in his late twenties, right? Like I've. I have a cousin who is a divorced parent in his early 30s. He was a divorced parent in his late 20s, right? Like, so I, I'm not. Um, I don't think it's fully, fully impossible for it to be about about like a divorced parent type thing. Um, and I, I mean, I know "Time Turned Fragile" is written from the perspective of his dad. Um, so I don't know if feel like "Rain" is is written from the perspective of of somebody else. In his life, who has been divorced? I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I don't know. It, it seems to me like the subject of it is odd, but I like uh, on a broader level, I'm writing about divorce. Um, but no, I think I think your take here, right. I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, couples who stay together because they're afraid of dying alone. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons it could be the there's and then and there's a lot of outside forces, right? The outside forces could be being afraid of dying alone. It could be your parents, right? Like like. You know, it's it's just like if your your parents like the girl or or whatever, or or, mm. or you know, you just don't want to have to deal with introduced like starting all over again. Like you know, it's dating's difficult. You know, so there's a lot of reasons. Um, si- similar things on song meanings. Uh, I think it's about two people in a relationship who are forced to be what everyone thinks they should be, and they're bored with it. But at the same time, they don't want to change the way they are at the moment. Uh, see them being in a relationship they feel isn't working, more afraid to go out and try and think different than they are to be stuck with something mediocre. Um, can't give up on what we know, won't take chances no matter how much we might love to. Uh, yeah. Pretty straightforward. And then uh, somebody somebody also mentions the cutting thing. Even the rain strikes me as a blood analogy now. That's, a, that's an interesting take. Uh, feel like rain, words of lifeless corners of this empty frame. Curtain closed on another day. I don't know. Is he committing suicide at the end? <laughs> uh, or is it just... I think it might just be like... We're all the same. Curtain closed on another day. Like, mm. we're just going to do this shit all over again. Yeah. Right. It could just be that. But, 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 but like, Justin did mention the self-harm thing himself. So, like, we know there's that in here. Um, he specifically said to the blades of our design, but red begins to... Lines are drawn and the red begins to creep. Actually, Jesus Christ... All hands damage our determined eyes. Red, lines are drawn and the red begins to creep. If you cut yourself, it's a line and the red is the blood that begins to creep. I think, I mean, that's... I'm, I'm sure it's also metaphorical as well, but that's a that's a fairly straightforward literal interpretation, I think, too. Specific, which I never would have thought of because, I, I mean, like, I never self-harmed. Um, uh, but... Um, but since Justin mentioned it, and I have, I have, I have had friends who have self harmed. Um, I think there is, there is certainly that in there. Uh, I can't believe I, I just realized that this late in. But the lines are drawn, and the red begins to creep. Seems, it's away from boredom toward apathy. Like, 
you cut because you're bored and then you cut because you're apathetic. You know, like it's it's depression, right? Like a lot of people cut because they're depressed um, and boredom toward apathy. Man, this seems this seems a lot clearer than it did two minutes ago. I feel like this happens every time in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, it was for sure in a good way. Yeah, but like, um, I mean, you there's, got, there's a lot got of that, other things as insight. I don't know. There's a lot of other things as well, but I think that the lines are drawn, the red begins to creep. I mean, why red, right? Like that doesn't even, I don't even understand what that means outside of that context. I don't know why why he would say red if he didn't specifically mean blood. Um, but I, I, obviously I think, I think it's, I think it's a lot of both, but there's definitely, I mean, again, never would have caught this interpretation if Justin didn't say it himself, but because he did, I certainly catch the uh, the self harm thing here. Well, the pain reminders that we're still alive. Yeah, I mean that's right Wanda there. Drawn, pain reminders that we're still I think, alive. I think Wanda drawn and red begins to creep. Uh, his his you know comments on it are are certainly clarifying. Yeah, yeah. Um, a false smile too. I mean, false smile to the fear of death is why, like. That that all seems like a depression thing, right? Like false a smile. You are depressed. You are putting on this false front to other people to not see that you're depressed. But at home, the pain reminds you that you're still alive. Um, God, yeah. Uh, someone says the song is about the detrimental amounts of global warming damage that Earth has endured over the years and how we as humans should feel inclined to change our destructive ways in a mission to save the environment. That is an interesting take. I don't see it. I mean, I'm I'm sure that's how Justin feels, but I I don't see it at all. Uh, I, I, it's interesting to see how many people in these song meanings comments say I don't think the song has anything to do with cutting, uh, which is it's all from 2007, right? And that interview is 2015. Um, because I also never would have thought the song has anything to do with cutting, uh, if it didn't have to do with the fact that Justin specifically said it himself, like. It it really helps that we happen to have the author saying, "Yeah, I thought about the self harm aspect of this song," <laughs> um, and that that adds to uh, a reading of it. But I, th- I think it's I think it's you know I think there's 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 both things in it. I think there is the aspect of self harm and there's the aspect of uh, relationship being stagnating, and you can sort of have both iconography in one, um, which also now makes more sense to me. The the exact quote that he said which was um where was it uh i feel like as far as i know the world it's a better release of some sort this that was me investigating that right so i think it's investigating how how these two things the self-harm thing and the stagnant relationship thing can can sort of meld together in your your mind all right uh want to move on to covers i guess uh actually before we do a cover we have uh, I have the hot sessions remastered hot topic thing, which is a, a, a live performance um, type thing, and uh, this is kind of an interesting. It's it's pretty straightforward live performance, but I think the mixing is a little weird. So at the beginning, I think there's like no guitars at the top, so it's just Justin and drums, which um, is the most interesting part I think of this hot session. So I'm gonna play that right now. i 
Yeah, I feel like also we don't talk enough about Matt's backing vocals. <laughs> I really I mean, like it in, always... the, in both of the live versions that I listened to of this. Yeah. The, that one in the hot set. This is the hot session. You're talking about the hot session. The seventh, the the seventh street. street one. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I obviously they're more yeah, noticeable. I mean, it's, yeah, of course. Yeah, but they're always. I mean, this is always so excellent. That's it's it's hard to say anything. It's like, yeah, man, Justin sings great and Matt sings great. <laughs> <laughs> and a discussion um i also uh there's there's the the um i think hi-hat there as well i mentioned earlier i think i thought it was just drum and snare but i forgot about the hi-hat I th- on uh on the kick i think the kick i think it's kick and hi-hat and then snare or maybe it's tom i don't know i'm not a great uh again i'm not great at, at picking out drums um i love i love tony's drum faces those are the best <laughs> they're so good <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was thinking actually about that when I was watching. I wasn't thinking it was that Chinese drum face, but it's just while well, Matt Matt is always like seems pretty chill in all the performances. It's you got Justin might go between like more subdued to like really rocking. Of course, Jesse's always rocking. Um, yeah, but in that one specific, I was noticing you know everybody's really getting into, getting into it. Except uh, except Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt is a consummate professional. He's a, he's a, he's he's he is a consummate professional. I guess that's one of my favorite things about the um, which I think we will talk about uh, next week, or if not, def- definitely the week after um, the um, the live McNally Smith acoustic set, where where like Matt is straight up playing four different instruments depending on the song. <laughs> uh, let me play real quick the end of the hot sessions because it also closes a similar way that it opens without that guitar so you, it's a little bit different like I said so here's that so again, the the I think the, the guitar is there. It's just really quiet. It's it's Josh playing the guitar there, uh, the the um, rhythm guitar a little bit, but it's it's I don't know. There's something weirdly powerful about it just being Justin's voice at the end. Nothing but Justin. Like you hear a little bit of the guitar, but it's mostly just Justin, you know, and nothing else. The whole band is is just not there. Um, it's interesting actually when we talk about. Um, uh, together we'll ring in the new year that's similarly it's and also the conversation just justin and a single instrument together we'll ring in the new year is just justin and guitar conversation is just justin and piano um and it's uh it's really interesting to to, to hear those those things too and actually um together we'll ring in the new year's is one that uh uh again when we talk about it um that's one that i know they have done one time at least different live because um I saw them do that one on the Commit This to Memory tour. And it's basically like the whole band leaves except for Justin and Josh. Josh plays a guitar, Justin sings, and then the whole band comes back for the next song, which is uh Hangman. Yeah, Hangman. Um But uh but at the New Year's show, when they watch when they actually ring in the New Year with us together, um <laughs> the like near the end of the song the whole band comes back and there's like a whole band sort of rendition of Together We'll Ring in the New Year. And I'd be very interested to hear like a full band version of that song instead of just like, I, I love the version that we have, but it'd be really interesting to hear how, how it would be done differently if it was a full band. Um, and we got a taste of that at that show. All right, let's talk about covers. Um, we have three today. 
Uh, I couldn't find anything on on SoundCloud. Did you find any on SoundCloud? Did you look? I didn't look on SoundCloud. Yeah, I looked on SoundCloud. I couldn't find any on SoundCloud. Um, I think it's just hard to search for a little bit. So the first one we'll play is the Nathan Kane one. Uh, Nathan Kane, uh, as we've mentioned before, did a whole cover, like a full album cover. Uh, so here is him doing "Feel Like Rain" from the cover album "Committed to Memory." Committed to memory. I commit this to memory. It's committed to memory. Here we go. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I like the Nathan Kane covers. I think this is one of the better ones, actually, because it feels more like he let himself shine a little bit. Um, most of them seem a little too straightforward, but uh, you get a little more of his vocals and not, I don't know, it doesn't sound like him doing a trying to do Justin. Um, but I also like, again, nothing against Nathan Kane. I would never want to listen to this over the original because it just sounds too much like the original. Um, here is, here is someone we haven't heard from in a while. Uh, Jake's favorite YouTube channel in the world, Chiptune Planet. Uh, this is a Chiptune Planet cover of Feel Like Rain. about to say i'm not a fan of this one and then that little boop 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 came in and i got in i was in <laughs> i, was I, like, feel, I was feel like i've never been i feel like chip tunes are always exactly the same quality for me which is uh, you know i enjoy them but you know it's always uh, yeah no, i mean cool. I, I i definitely enjoy some more than others i like it when like a good a good chip tune gets like sound effects in that clearly aren't like an instrument it's just like a bloom, bloom, like that kind of thing um i guess i guess i don't know it's it maybe it's it's sort of like a a, a, a quick strum basically like on guitar is it's that the chiptune version of that but mm-hmm. uh it's great um but i yeah i, I really like that like do, 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 do. like sometimes sometimes you gotta do something a little different and and they did finally <laughs> 30 seconds in uh, the last one is the one Jake thought I was just about to play a minute ago. Uh, this is Corey1991 on YouTube uh, of Joel and the Good Boys, because that's the only place I can find him. Uh, we can find him is, is now he's on Joel and the Good Boys, because uh, he hasn't posted this YouTube in a while, but he still exists. So this is Corey1991 uh, with his cover, Feel Like Rain. Do we feel like down by the same? Autumn breathing wind 
just around the bend With our hands all tied to the place of their design We are armed and ready to commit this crime We love that game but we never play Cause we will lose We wanna stay the way we are The way we've been so good he's great <laughs> it's, a, it's a great voice he's got such he's got such a great voice and again like we said last time when we uh, he uh we had his antonia cover on um it's such a unique voice and like he's got a little mm-hmm. bit of that that speech impediment lisp type thing um that like you know he doesn't shy away from it and it's great i really like it um and and he's like you know i think like he um joel and the good boy when he does joel and the good boy stuff it's a lot it's a lot more upbeat right you know it has been so long it's it's, I, it's been a while since i listened to it too. i listened to a little bit of it also you listen to more than i did when you when you when you did listen to it but it's a little bit more upbeat uh i think and um you know doing that acoustic just sort of like a little more downbeat like you know and and he actually does make a, a couple of little changes here and there um which a lot of acoustic covers don't including me when I fucking do acoustic <laughs> covers. I don't do any of that shit because um, I'm bad. Um, but he does, and it's great. It's really, really nice. Something I was thinking about earlier, because when I played uh, his cover of it, like just before we started, my YouTube auto-played to the cover of Antonia. And what I mm-hmm. felt was like, Antonia is a... I, I, I like both covers. Antonia is... I feel like that's a that's a song that like makes sense for him to cover with just a guitar but feel like rain is a i was just thinking about how like out of the entire discography that's an interesting song for him to have picked to have covered because i he's, i guess i don't a, associate he's a, yeah he's in quite a few of them but but it is it is one of those that's like it's an interesting choice for sure like i don't know it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like one that i would definitely like like be like yeah feel like rain's a song that i'm gonna cover like because yeah he's done um Attract today, uh, perfect teeth, the conversation on guitar, which I'll be interested to talk about when we get to that one. I didn't actually um, say that he covered the other ones. Sick. Hold me down. Yeah. If you if you go into his page and you just type Motion City in the search box, there's uh, four or five of them. Um, so that uh, did I say hold me down already? I think yeah. Son of a gun. Um, so like there's a handful that he's that he's done. Uh, so we'll we'll definitely be coming back to him a few times. Oh, true romance too. Um. Yeah, we should we should definitely get him on the show. We we said that for like four or five I different told, people. I told that that and, YouTube account. Um, and his Twitter's active. Like he he uses his Twitter. You could send him a message. No, we can we can we can definitely get a hold of him. There's no there's no yeah, way yeah, like, yeah. we will definitely be able to get a hold of him. Uh, I just keep saying we should get this person on the show and then never contacting them. I will. <laughs> I will I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna send him a tweet right now. Perfect. Cool. Um. Uh. Yeah, the uh, I remember from listening to him that I liked the first the say one of them I like more than another. I know what a novel concept. Um, and in the band, there's two there are two people who sing, so he's one of them, obviously. Yeah, I know, I know he's one of the singers. Yeah, I there's there's just not one that we're, I don't think there's going to be anything that we're going to like more than the Antonia cover because it was such a surprise um because because we turned that video on and it's like it's that little thing that everyone does that begins like hey so like you know this is blah 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 whatever it's like oh god and then he starts playing and singing you're like oh oh this is good 
oh, okay. <laughs> like it's, uh, we're never going to get that, that moment of surprise again. Uh, but, uh, but we're always happy to, uh, to play some of his stuff, uh, whenever it comes up. Uh, we are, we are, we are fans of, of Corey and, uh, and you know, uh, if you super I, like, I, his I believe voice, he's got a band. We like his voice. I believe we a little bit recommended Joel and the good boys. Uh, definitely recommend at least checking them out. Try it for yourself. Cause we like his voice. Try it out. Um, try it out at the, at the very least, give it a chance. Uh, all right. I, that's it for covers. That is it for everything. I think, right. Do you have any final thoughts, Jake? None thoughts. I like None the song. Thoughts. That's my thought. I, it's a good song. It's a good song. <laughs> um, that's the other thing also. So yeah, cause I did mention that like, it was easy, much easier to find stuff for this one. It's, one of the reasons I picked this song is because, like, the last two weeks it was go and making moves, which is like, <laughs> that's not what you want for finding lots of discussion and covers. Um, but, uh, but a lot more for commit this to memory and, and stuff. So, that is it for this episode of Motion City Podcast. You want to follow us on Twitter? We are at Motion City Pod. The band is at Motion City Music. You can find the band on their social medias, it's very easy to find. Uh, <laughs> I just I'm just so sick of saying it every single week. And Justin's here and Tony's here. Uh, yeah, but like Tony, yeah, the, the most active uh, Tony's got his podcast, Bizarre Albums, and mm-hmm. uh, Josh has his Twitch. It's Chudy. Um, those those are the two the two big ones that I would I would be happy to let you know about. Um, and uh, oh, we didn't talk about it on the show. Uh, I'm sure if you listen to the show for any reason there's no way you listen to the show and you don't already know but um motion city soundtrack did a uh cover on an adam Schlesinger tribute album a couple weeks oh, like a week and a half two weeks ago um maybe a little bit more than that maybe maybe three weeks ago uh it was uh, uh saving for a custom van it is available on Bandcamp. uh all the proceeds i believe still go to um musicians care COVID 19 relief um it's a like i said tribute album to adam schlesinger there's a there's a handful of really great tracks on there uh there's you know there are definitely songs that adam schlesinger wrote that you know we talked about them a lot on antonia the antonia episode that we did um we will cover that song at some point uh when we go whenever we get to it um but um that is that is available for you uh bandcamp.com yeah father daughter records.bandcamp.com and then saving for a custom van will be in there. Uh, so check that out. It is a is a really good track. Uh, a, a bunch of really good songs. Uh, Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex Girlfriend, which Adam Schlesinger did a lot of the, wrote a lot of the music for. Did Stacy's Mom, uh, Motion City soundtrack. Obviously, did uh, Dip in the Ocean, um, and uh, oh, Julian Villard did a song called Michael and Heather at the Baggage Claim. Um, off book the improvised musical podcast. They did Come On, Come On from Judging the Pussycats. And uh, Sarah Silverman and Ben Lee did Way Back Into Love. There's lots of others as well um, from artists I've never heard of, but doing songs that I have heard of. So check that out. Uh, That is it. This episode of Motion City Podcast. I think I gave all of our socials and stuff. I didn't. They're all on our Twitter. Twitter's really the only place we have our social and we don't have a social there. Oh, I'm at Kuhan Jake is at the bottom line. Um, Jake. Jake doesn't tweet a lot. He likes. He does a lot of liking. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I, I tweet. <laughs> I I have nothing to say. Says a podcaster. 
I'm just here. You're the podcaster. Um, it's <laughs> quiet second at motion city pod did you did you just no this is this is not a recent retweet i'm gonna retweet this this picture of Hugh jackman again that's it for this episode <laughs> of motion city podcast uh we'll be back next week the way we've been for far too long we love that game we'll never play we will lose we want to stay the way we are the way we've been for far too long we love that game, but we never play. Cause we will lose and we wanna stay the way we are. When it feels like rain, when it 